0: Frank Sinatra, transcribed as Rocky Fortune. NBC presents Frank Sinatra, starring as that footloose and fancy-free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune. Hey, did you ever notice how every week I get dragged or thrown into a homicidal picnic where I get pushed around? And speaking about lumps and stuff reminds me of another form of homicide. The football racket. Started one night at Artie's pool palace. As I ankle toward the cue rack, I see a monster-type guy moving toward me. His eyes are full of things to say. I put the cue away, and when he was close enough, looked right down his necktie. it! I ain't Liberace, kid. Who are you and what's on your mind? Jerry Brady, and I got trouble. What's my handmaiden doing for you? Plenty. Look, I'm in a spot. Oh, yeah, I place you, Jerry Brady. Best quarterback in pro football. Yeah, you're in a spot. He can lead the Bombers to a championship tomorrow night, for which you'll get a fat bonus. Maybe tomorrow never comes. What's eating you, Brady? Burt Addison. Burt Addison? What's the big wheel got to do with you? He owns the Tigers. So? Look, Fortune. It ain't like I was an angel. I done business with Addison a long time ago. I blew a few games for him when I was in college. Got some long green that was forgotten. Then I signed up with the bombers. Since I've been playing for Pat Casey, I've been straight. Now Addison's after me. The fix, huh? What else? He wants me to meet him at his joint, the Silver Cradle, at nine. How do I fit in this thing? I understand, you and Addison had it out before. Figures you won, he wouldn't be around. I'm gonna turn him down cold. I want you around to make sure I get out with all my arms and legs. What's it worth? Five hundred clams. Kid, you got a new blocking back. I'll meet you at nine. What'll it be, Buster? Hey, you're Jerry Brady. What a ball player. It's on a house. What do you drink? Where's Addison? No offense, Brady. The boss is back in his office. Thanks a lot, Buster. couple hours early, aren't you, Brady? Yeah, I wanted to talk without Casey. Bert Addison's always ready to talk. Let's get to the point. We've done business before. How much do you want to call wrong plays all night? 50 grand. That's a lot of do. That's my price. Bet that on my Tigers at 3 to 1. You can wind up a rich boy. Is it a deal or ain't it? Yeah, yeah, Brady. I'll give you 25 now. The rest after the game. All of it, big man. You got no worries? Your team, your odds, two quarterbacks working for you? Don't get too bright, Brady. Look, Addison, I'm out for the big kill. You want to count it? No. One thing before I go. I may be back at nine. If I am, play along with whatever I do, get it? You're running the plays. But you better not fumble. Sergeant Hamilton J. Finker speaking. Hiya, hey. Oh, it's you, Fortune. What's on your perpeted mind? You made a boo boo, Sarge, and I was just ready to cut you in on something grandiose. Your heart bleeds with a milk of human kindness. Sarge, uh, I was going to give you a bed warmer for your birthday. Come on, come on. I ain't got all night. I left down to a new job. I'm a bodyguard. <laughs> you a bodyguard. You mean a babysitter, don't you? Yeah, very funny. Yeah, babysitter, but except this big headed kid is bouncing for 500 smackaroos. 500? Mm, you're working by the pond, you must be on Farouk's payroll. Nope, I've been retained by a mud and cleat boy, Jerry Brady. Mr. Football, huh? What do you want me to do, guard you? Sometimes you're as precocious as Bonzo, sod. Very funny. Well, i you get through gas and I'm going to hang up. Now, wait a minute, Finger. This may be something big. I'm meeting Brady at the Silver Cradle at 9. We got a date with Bert Addison. He tried to buy Brady off and we're turning him down. So what do you want from me? Just wanted you to know. Thought you could call me at home later make sure I was tucked in for the night. Oh, ain't that nice. Baby Rocky wants me to tell him a bedtime story. Get lost. You're a real live doll, Sod. But I'll wait with bated breath till I hear your blue little lips flapping in a couple hours. Bye now. <coughs> a few minutes later, the cab dumped me off one block from the silver cradle. As I moved down the street, I saw three figures huddled together a short distance from the club. One was young, thick-chested, with a yard of shoulder, Jerry Brady. The other was older, stoop-shouldered, and wiry. I'd seen him before, too. It was Pat Casey. The third party, oops, her clothes fitter like another layer of skin. I moved up to him, and Brady saw me first. Hey, Fortune, over here. This is Pat Casey and his daughter, Nora. Glad to meet you. Hello. Hiya. I told Pat all about Addison. He's coming in with us, okay? Sure. You met Addison before, didn't you, Fortune? The hockey scandal, wasn't it? Yeah. Me and the big wheel were playmates. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go, then. And remember, Jerry, let me and Fortune shoot off our faces. The boss will see you guys. He's in the back office. Thanks for nothing. Let's go. Chief of a committee. Start talking. I don't have a thing to say. I do. I'm gonna run your tigers right out of the stadium. You're just the guy to do it. You know something, Brady? I was gonna try to make a fix. Look, Addison. No filthy bottom of the barrel scum like you'll get his hooks into this kid. Tell him we've done business before, Brady. I know about that too, you parasite. Okay, okay, get out of here. About your temper, Mr. Addison. Give a funny little hired troubleshooter, eh, Fortune? Oh, your tonsils are out of tune, Addison. You crumbs can leave now and take that cheap crook quarterback with you. Take one more step, Addison, and I'll bust you back. I did you a favor once and I was paid. That was the end of it. I'm going to win with the bombers tomorrow. You and no one else. will stop me! Leave him go. Good Coach, Brady... caught a cab outside of the silver cradle and journeyed uptown like relatives in the last funeral car. Nora Casey sat next to Brady and caressed his hand gently. It did nothing for him, but it made me very nervous. After all this glib repartee, the cab stopped in front of the St. Francis Hotel. Casey bid us goodnight, and as he turned to go inside, his mind seemed to leave his face. We moved on. All the way to Brady's joint, he kept talking so much about Casey, uh, I kind of wished he was my father. We reached Brady's apartment at the Regis Hotel. Good night, Nora. I thought we'd have a bite. Uh, I got some things to do. Letters, you know. What's the matter, Jerry? I don't understand. Well, there's nothing wrong, baby. I just want to be alone. But I thought we... Please, Nora. Some other time, huh? Thanks, fortune. You're 500 bucks welcome, pal. Uh, Will you see Nora home? I'll be looking all the way. Where to, Nora? Drexel apartment. Drexel apartment, Gabby. There's nothing worse than listen to a dame crying over another guy. I played like Mr. Anthony and went for Nora's whole hike. I turned down another drinking invite, took a rain check and phone number, and then headed home. I grabbed myself a quick belt and dropped into my favorite chair, and I was getting ready to doze off. Yeah. How did your date with Brady and Addison go? I'm home, ain't I? It was Casey with you. Sure, happy boy. So was his daughter. 11.30 now. Uh, what time did you leave it? Brady, his whistle-bait daughter, and me dropped him off at the St. Francis Hotel about 9.30. Why? They found Casey bouncing around the pavement a half hour ago. You better come down here. (laughs) Look, fortune, the heat's on, and I ain't playing. Wit is one thing, murder's another. And you, as usual, are right in the middle of it. Now I want some answers. Okay, okay. How do you fit in the picture? Brady hired me to keep him in one piece. Who was going to break him? I don't know. Bert Addison, maybe. Brady and Casey turned him down cold. There were a few words, and Casey belted Addison in a kisser. I never thought it was suicide, anyhow. We'd better visit Addison. Yeah. If Potbelly and his boys did it, they're cooling off. The thing to do is to watch Brady. The helmet kid is next if he don't play ball. And I know he won't go for the fix. Yeah, well, let's go see him. You make it, Sarge. I want to look around a bit. Got the world on a string. Da da dee da da da. All that fortune. You say no pipe in your back. First come Jack. <laughs> yeah. I got his water gun, Pete. What's this, a hike? We're gonna take a ride, chum. My two playmates are over six well-stacked feet. Solid muscle, extended from the feet right up between the ears. I had a hunch about him, but no one to tell us to, so I make like Jack Horner. <laughs> a few minutes later, we stopped in front of a swelling in apartment house. I get hustled upstairs and shoved into a seat. Pete went into the next room to get the boss. meet again, Fortune. Yeah. You may be a big wheel of these crumbs, but you're just a tinker totter to me, Addison. Look, Fortune, you're an honest guy. You're legit and The lottery all... gets you no place. I respect you. and further... I didn't know you cared, Cherub. This is one time I'm playing it your way. It looks like it. Give him his gun. Huh. What do I do now? Play heroic? Look, Fortune, I've done lots of things. Play close to the law. A mile outside. All right, but I'm no murderer. I'm offering you a job. For instance? Find Casey's murderer. I'm being penciled in for a frame. I didn't have to knock him off. I had my deal. Tell him, Pete. Look at the bar with the cradle to late. Bernie came in a little after seven and saw the boss. So what? I don't expect you to believe me. I laid 50 grand on him. He was going to call wrong plays all night. He came back with you and Casey to make it look good. What are you building? Take a look at these. A hundred grand worth of bets on a tiger. So what? I bet that loot at 8.15 p.m. after I met Brady. Why do you want to hire me? I can't afford a bum rap. Find the thing. I might wind up at your back door. What's the tariff? Five G's. All counted with your cudgy little fingers. <laughs> That's cheap. You're on a level. Well, counted. You mean I can leave without lumps or anything? Yeah. Hey. I'd like to do something before I go. Name it. I didn't like the way he frisked me. Check with you at the cradle, fat boy. I grabbed a one-eyed cab that was creeping up the street and headed for the St. Francis Hotel. I wanted to find out about Casey's Bounce. I laid a sawbuck in the desk book for which he tipped me onto to a bellboy named Perkins. Perkins, it seems, had a tidbit to talk about, and I found him down in the service department. you Perkins? Plus, even you, Dad. Conversation? I don't gas with no strangers. Below Tom. Tell me about Casey. I ain't talking till I see my lawyer. Try this double sawbuck for size. Okay, man. Casey, call for ice water. I breeze up in five minutes, and as I reach the door, I hear yakking, so I listen. Some square's coming on real strong. Tells Casey they can make a big killing. But Casey starts singing the cop blues. And I hear scuffling and a window opening and, and quiet. I got scared and took off down the hall. What time was that? Somewhere near 10, maybe later. You see anyone? Hmm? 20 more do it. Love that long green. Start singing. Saw so Jerry Brady come out of the room. Brady, huh? Yeah. Look, hipster. I'm no patsy, and I don't dig hypoblade on me. I'm no square, and I get mad easy. Brady was with me at 10 at his hotel. Hey, take it easy, Mac. I'm I'm fragile. So he's got an alibi. But I saw Brady. Now do me something. All right, Bob, you saw Brady. Tell the cops the same tale. I left Perkins, grabbed the cab, and headed to the Regis Hotel Apartments. I wanted to check on Brady. I called his apartment from the lobby. He was out. When the desk clerk slapped his eyes back to the racing form, I slipped upstairs to his room. I turned the joint upside down and came up with a couple of needles in a haystack. Headed back to the lobby where I made three calls. A, Nora Casey. I needed her for the bait. B, Sergeant Finger. I needed him for the cloak and dagger bit. C, Bert Addison. He was right about the 50 grand and I wanted to deliver his fink. They said they'd meet me right away and Hi, Nora. I'm worried sick. What's the matter? Your call sounded so urgent, and after what happened to Dad, I'm afraid, Rocky. Look, you'd like to see this thing cleared up, wouldn't you, honey? Well, how can you? Of course I well, would. Well, then you've got to help me, but tears ain't going to make it. What do you want me to do? You've got to play a scene. Just do like I tell you. If you do it, we can clear this whole thing up. I'll do it. Good. Well, look, Brady should be back in a couple of minutes. We'll give him time to get up to his apartment. Then you go up and play like nothing's happened. But what has happened? I'm not sure yet, but you gotta trust me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. There goes Brady now. Look, we'll give him time to get upstairs. I don't understand you. You don't think Jerry? Why, Rocky? You can't I think. I said you have to trust me. I do. Good. Now go on up, and just be yourself. If things jam up, I'll be around. <laughs> All right, just a minute. Laura, baby, come in. I called you earlier from the police station. Yeah, well, I must have been having dinner. Are you uh, going somewhere? Eh, packing stuff I won't be needing. All your clothes? Uh, After tomorrow, I'll be getting some new stuff. What's the matter with you? Oh, I'm just being a woman, I guess. You didn't pack my picture. Oh. Well, I was saving that for last. What's happened to us, Gerald? How oh. was that for sight? I don't know. Never kissed you like that before, did I? It felt like I never kissed you before. Hello? Hello? Keep it here. I'm on my way. Where you going, North? Um, i an been a freshman in my makeup. Need it. Who are you talking to? The love of my life. Nota Casey. What's the address? 123 East 24th Street, Apartment 3. 123 East 24th Street, Apartment 3. Be there right away. Got some money? Yeah. See you. Come here, Cuddles. No. <coughs> How does that feel? It's hurting me. If you don't do what I tell you, I'll mash your bleep bone in your pink little body. Understand, baby? I needn't tell you I lost my guts when we got up to Brady's apartment. It looked pretty helpless until Potbelly Addison discovered Nora's message. With lipstick, she scrawled an address on the bathroom medicine cabinet. One, Two, Three East 24th Street, Apartment 3. We sprinted out of the room, made an express out of the elevator, dodged through the lobby, and barreled into the patrol car. All the way over to 24th Street, I felt like a drunk ready to pass up the next round. Fingers sat like a stone sphinx. And Fatso Addison fool with a cigarette with nervous fingers. I just couldn't keep my numb mind off apartment three. Please don't hit me anymore. Who sent you up to that hotel room? No one. All right, let's try it again. Who sent you up to that hotel Hey, what's with her? Yeah, she's on the verge of talking, ain't you, doll? Talk to Moose and me. Please, leave me alone. Hey, look at lady. I'll squash your skull, and I ain't kidding. Who sent you up? I told you. I told you the truth. Hey, if that's the cop, lady, she passed out. Put her on the bed. I'll get the door. Who is it? Old Addison. What you want? I want to talk to Brady. Let him in. Hey, what is this? Okay, muscle brain. Get back and put your hands up. Finger, up of Brady. Uh, what's the matter? You guys nuts? Shut up, you thumb Get moving, mister. Uh, Watch uh, him, Finger. I'll look after Miss Casey. How are you feeling, kid? Thank God you're here, Rocky. <laughs> they beat me so... Nice guys. Can you manage? I'm all right now. Look in the other room. He needs help. Work him over too, huh? Finger? Come here. Give Addison a gun. He's got 50 grand wrapped up in the scan. If they pull anything, don't be afraid to use it. All right, Sergeant. Okay, Fortune Surprise me. Take a look. I'm looking. Who is it? Why don't you stop using those eye drops? Take a good look. What? Well, that's Brady. Yeah, and he still ain't going to play tomorrow. Well, what about the thing Twin that... They... brother. The old double reverse pit. I'll explain the whole thing later. Here! Get away from that window! Why I didn't shoot! I'm jumping! Don't be a jerk, Buster. It's a long way down. Wound him, Addison. That face won't shoot! Guy covers. And... Yeah! The money's still floating down. Why didn't you shoot it? I never shot a gun in my life. I believe him, Sarge. You better call headquarters and have him collect the pieces. Let's get the show on the road. On the way back to town, I briefed the eminent Sergeant Finger with the unobvious details. Nora rode back with Jerry Brady, who came around. But he could only talk to her by braille. They were both nursing a batch of Purple Hearts, and Addison rode with us. He was quiet, like a guy with so many thoughts, he was double parking him. Finger dropped me off at my place with a promise to check later. Uh, Except for wear and tear, I was 5,500 bucks richer. I was counting how many more defense bonds I could buy when they dumped me off. And I was glad to get home. Artificial arm and leg. Very funny, Fortune. Uh, If it isn't, Sergeant Finger, boy, cop. What's on your alleged mind? I got some reports for you to sign tomorrow. That is. Canceled out all his bets, Says he's going to sell the Tigers. to go legit. He's still a mile outside the law. Yeah, so's the corner bookie. Uh, got the album and the letters. The twin escaped from an asylum. Jerry Brady was hiding him out. Picked up Perkins. He established the time. The reason he didn't see Moose was because they split up. Hey, hey, F- Fortune. You listening? Uh, sure, Needle Noise, I'm listening. Well, the moose worked Casey over, but the twin dumped him. Moose cracked under questioning and then How's he How's the weather, Sarge? Getting cold. I'll buy you some musk for your blue little ears. Colour, so Sarge. Hey, I ain't through yet. Hey, hey. Hey, Fortune! Fortune! Hey! Hey, Rocky! You Ah, what the use? <laughs> NBC has presented Frank Sinatra as that footloose and fancy free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune. Others in tonight's cast included Burt Holland, Lou Krugman, Ted Bonels, Maurice Hart, Joe Forte, Bibby Janis, Eddie Fields, Lee Millar, and Jack Mather. Tonight's script was written by Doc Stanford. Andrew C. Love directed. Now, to tell you about next week's adventure, here's Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune. Next week, I'll tell you about the time I took a job as a social director in the Casco Mountains. Ten bucks a week, all you can eat, wait on tables in the daytime, and don't forget to dance with the middle-aged widows in the evening. All of which ain't bad, except that in my case, the social director had to double as a funeral director at his own funeral. See you around. Rocky Fortune is a weekly presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.